When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's Big the Collector's Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy. Story of high strangeness or two? <laughs> Let's do this! Well, howdy, Apple Seeds! Welcome to Apple Core Accumulators Crew, the show where we talk to lazy guests about their personal pair history and swap stories of pie sweetness i'm your host applesauce with me always is this feller bryce johnson and this other feller riley bray applesauce what do you think you're doing in this here living crick Hope you brought some good pear stories to swap, or if you don't have any history with pears, any old fruit will do, except for persimmons. I just can't stand me no persimmons. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. Did you say living crick applesauce? Yeah, I was told this show was some kind of crick that lives. This fucking guy. All right, I think he's trying to say creek. Applesauce, are you trying to say creek? Yeah, creek. Did I stutter? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You mean you mean live stream, right? Uh, maybe. Applesauce. All right, that enough. We're trying to do a live show. Get out of here, man. Skip. Come on, can I just sit and watch? I promise to be <laughs> as sweet and silent as a freshly picked honey crisp. No, get out of here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so long, crusty tears. Applesauce will return. Ooh. Uh, God, I hope not. Uh, who, who, what is, who is that guy? I don't know. Hopefully we can get Michael back. Uh, in the meantime, switch yeah. to my yeah. cave mic. How about that? Huh? Yeah, sorry about that, everyone. Riley, I don't know what the hell Applesauce is thinking, or Michael, to be honest. Why don't we <laughs> kick this thing off right? 
Uh, how about you do a little song for us or something like that? Let's see what happens. Oh, by the way, everybody, I, I'm uh, I'm seeing you guys in the uh, in the chat. So uh, say hello. Uh, this one this is a Bob Dylan song. Uh, just seems appropriate these days with everything going on in the world. How many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man? How many seas must a wife sand before she sleeps in the sand? That one's for applesauce. Oh, man. Come on. You know you love applesauce. No. <laughs> Give it up for Riley Bray, everybody. Well done, Riley. Now, I feel like Riley likes applesauce. Bryce, we know where you stand. I mean, I got a soft spot for the for the for the old guy. Oh, let me turn off my cave mics. Hold on. Well, don't worry about it. I, I got a broom, Bryce, and I, I shoot him out of here so he won't become a good. Good. No more sauce. <laughs> Hi, Club Scouts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this Clubhouse live stream edition of Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host. Hey, Bryce Johnson here. And our super producer. Riley Bray. Hi, everybody. Hey, yeah, thank you so much for being here, everybody. This is like we're trying to make this this type of live stream show be the time when you guys can come into the virtual clubhouse with us hang out with us do the show with us flubs and all no editing um we're so happy that you're here we have such a great night planned we have an amazing guest some high strangeness a game or two and riley's gonna be you mentioned it buddy Riley's going to be checking in on the commenters club. If you're yes. uh, a patron, mm -hmm. you might be familiar with that term uh, throughout the show. So make sure to post some comments. In fact, Riley, why don't you uh, tell us what people are, people are saying right now? The chat is lighting up. I mean, uh, oh, nice. thank, thank you for all the love on the Dylan song. It definitely was a tonal shift from applesauce, but you know, it, it's, a, it's in the same world. He's a, he's a folky guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are two kinds of people in this world people who like applesauce and people who don't like applesauce <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh, yeah. scottish requests more applesauce and riley so that's good and uh oh this is a little paranormal here cat says anytime i hear bob dylan i take it as a message from my dad who passed in 2020 i uh, never actively put it on but it just plays randomly like now so wow, uh, that was cool man. i'll do it that. for you there. There you go. Uh, someone just posted Riley is in my dream rotation. That must be some Gen Z stuff. Although it's his mom's favorite band. So maybe this is a mom who loves Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in your dream rotation, Riley. That's great. Hey, check it out. Only a few minutes in an applesauce and Riley already made the ticket well worth it. And then some. There you go. That's all I need to know for, for the rest of the show. That's what we're here to do. Um. Uh, well, okay, so we'll also be doing a Q&A session at the end of the show, so if you have questions, save them for the end, and, uh, it, and, and that includes questions for our guest. Um, and also after the show, we will be doing meet and greet sessions, so if you'd like some one-on-one -on -one FaceTime with us, 
or applesauce. Honestly, we should probably do an applesauce <laughs> ticket. I think I think you can still pick those uh, VIP passes up on popsylounge.com. Uh, producer Mike G, let me know if that's bad intel or not. But uh, I think you could, I think there are still some slots open if you want to hang out with us after the show. But uh, we'll find out. If you want, uh, I think before we bring in our guests, guys, do you want to like? Should we do this uh, reveal that we have for everybody? Oh, yes. yes. I'm very bad. All yeah. right. We have a very kick-ass reveal for you tonight. Um, you guys asked. We answered on a couple different levels. Why don't you guys take a look at our brand new official Bigfoot Collectors Club t-shirt based on our podcast cover art by Ryan Smallman. Bam! It's so good. It's so good. We, yes. Obviously, this is like a no-brainer. This shirt was gonna happen. It just we had to we had to make a few things. We had to jump through a few hoops before it did. But uh, here it is. Yeah. And and you know and and another point to this, as per your request, we also have a ladies' cut on this yeah! exciting kick-ass tee. Uh, so don't feel like you're swimming in your boyfriend's shirt, although that can be pretty sexy too. Uh, get whatever kind you want. We got it. We got you covered. Yep, that's right. And uh, we're so happy that we could get those ladies cuts for the for the for the women out there. That was a request that we had. Um, so we're thrilled about that. Um, also, just for you guys watching this show right now, if you're watching the live stream, this shirt is up for presale right now on store.bigfootcollectorsclub.com. And if uh, you're watching the show right now, use the promo code. It's exclusive BCC 25 and you will get 25% mm. off until midnight Pacific time tonight. Yeah. So there you go. That's a little, a little, uh, it, let me tell you, they did not from want us, us to, to do it. No, they, they didn't. Did. They, they didn't want you. us to do it, but we did it. <laughs> You're going to want to jump on that. This is a one-time thing. Yeah. So uh, it's happening. Uh, we got an email saying that's not a great idea, but we said it's too bad. We're doing it. <laughs> So there you go. All right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's bring in our guest, shall we? She's a very special guest. You know her from the podcast, A Funny Feeling, L is for Losers, and 90 Day Bay, Club Scouts of All Timelines. Please welcome our sister from another mister, Marcy Jaro. Yay! Woo! Well, hello. What's up, Marcy? we also have we have another special Yay! guest. This oh, is Mama. oh man, Mama's beautiful. Let's see the comments for Dang. Mama. Commenters Club, go. <laughs> we want your cats. We want cat comments. Let's do this. <laughs> um, That's great, Marcy. So happy to see you. Uh, we went to Disneyland recently together. Yeah, we did on the rainiest, coldest day that LA has had. <laughs> To, to date possibly yeah. so uh it was uh but yeah. it, was, it was we crazy. had a good time what's disney we, like in the fun. rain that can't be fun it's like um, one big splash mountain it's no longer the happiest place on <laughs> earth but it's a place that you're 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 glad to be there but it's yeah yeah it was rough there was, was uh, let's say all the indoor rides were uh were were welcome doing doing the indoor rides were the best part and then we went to california adventure and like half the rides were closed which was yeah. a big bummer 
Yeah. But we uh, we spent some good time in the Carthay Circle Lounge, which I should not blow up because already there's too much of a wait list there. But guys, Carthay Circle Lounge oh, yeah. at DC is the spot to go. Did I have a <laughs> double pair of martini? Right. It was great. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Pear martini. Did I hear applesauce coming back in the room? <laughs> oh, no. no, Michael. Please, please, no. no. Mm, that sounds like a martini that's appropriate for me. <laughs> it doesn't work without the beard. Uh, yeah. Marcy, how are you? Uh, I'm going to ask you a question that uh, you ask uh, Betsy every week on A Funny Feeling. Have you had anything spooky happen recently? Have I had anything spooky happen recently? I, so far, other than the full moon this week, was really was very intense. Yes. Uh, mess with a lot of people's sleep. Oh, um, yeah. Now, Marcy, little... do, you ch- do you charge any of your crystals on a full moon, or do you do anything like that? I've kind of put my crystals on hold for right oh, now. Oh, shit. Crystals are on blast right now? Just right now, for oh. me, I'm not like, I mean, I'll use them. I, I'm kind of doing more like uh, intention work and stuff mm. like that. And, nice. and, you know, believing I am my own crystal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, you are your own crystal. You know, I had a great buddy. Speaking of cool full moon stuff, um, as we're, I think we're kind of, I could say this, we're all kind of interested or, or into tarot a little bit. Uh, but he gave me a great can idea. Can you say and, that? I don't know if you can, but you did. <laughs> but I did. Uh, but he gave <laughs> he me did. a great idea for a, for a full moon, and I used it. And I'm going to uh, share it out to you guys, too. So the next time there's a full moon, uh, grab your tarot deck and just sort of shuffle through it. And as you're shuffling through it, you want to start thinking about your intention for the year. And, and you don't want to get specific. You just want to, like, let's say if you want to uh, – you know, relieve some financial stress. You might want to feel what that feels like. Or if you're looking for maybe uh, someone special to come into your life, you want to feel what that feels like. So nothing specific, just general feelings. And and as you do that, when you feel ready, you cut the deck, okay? And then you're going to take out the top 12 tarot cards and lay them out. And these will represent your entire year of all the new moons throughout the year. So each, so there's 12 new moons in a year and, and those top 12, those 12 cards will represent uh, the, the, the months of the new moon. So you can kind of like chart out uh, one card at a time for each month that you're going through. And I did it last new moon and I was, I really enjoyed the process. So uh, that's something you can do with full moons and tarot. Nice. Cool. Marcy, are you a tarot? Are you big tarot person? Do you, Fuck around with tarot. Uh, I oh, fuck around with some tarot. <laughs> you know I fuck around. <laughs> uh, I I have friends who do tarot, and I love getting readings from them. And yeah. uh, I every now and then I I have my own deck that I'll just you know sometimes I'll just get some clarification on stuff. What's great about tarot is that no matter what you believe, it definitely makes you think about what you want in a situation because mm. like if it's not real then you're kind of putting your own ideas into like what this means for you and it's probably like you know an insight to what your what your old psyche's up to Most yeah definitely it's, it's sort of a subconscious exercise if nothing else like ooh, i asked a question this picture there's a picture now what does this picture mean to me and how does that apply i think it is a tool for you to like self-reflect a little bit yeah yeah 
Um, Certainly all right, opens Mar the gateway. Yeah. You sent me a photo recently. I want our audience to chime in on this. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's the photo, Marcy. Tell us what's going on in this picture. Where were you? What's happening? And why was this photo special? Okay, I got these great big juicy tits first and foremost. <laughs> great. Love it. That's great what story. I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a few weeks ago, I went to visit a friend who was in town visiting a relative in Palm Springs. So this is the Parker in Palm Springs. You may oh, know yeah. it famously was in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, drive-by fruiting. Oh. Um out by the pool. Did somebody uh, say free? Mike, Michael, you gotta what? stop that. Wait, <laughs> gotta stop. So um we took a picture by the fire, obviously. I'm uh laying by it. I don't you can't really tell that I'm laying, but and then we noticed these little they look like little figures that are they sitting do. right in front of me. And we mm -hmm. texted it to our group. We have a all girl improv group from like 2006 and there's seven of us there. And at this, in this moment, there's seven of us in the group here at the Parker, there's four of us there. And then it looks like three little like figures in front of me. And one of them made a joke. You should, uh, how do they say it? Not manifest, but like you should summon, summon us I there. Yeah. yeah, you should summon us there. And I was like, I think I might have. Although people are saying it's just the way the iPhone reflects the light from the fire. I still think it's three little fairies, my little fairy friends. I mean, you show this photo to me, Marcy. I am one of those people that said it might be a uh, fire reflection within the lens. However, mm. I will say this. Maybe it's because the light from the fire is blown out. It doesn't quite match. But I, but but honestly, when you said three figures, I looked at the fire and it almost yeah. looks like there's a flame. Like the one on the far left looks like that cool James Dean pose. You know what mm. I mean? It almost looks like there's figures in it the It looks fire. like a little fire nativity scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, oh, and I think on the, if you look all the way to the far right, I believe it looks like a little, uh, mm, the rabbit vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> I just, see it. I do somebody see left it. it. Yeah. 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 So well, the yeah. audience is in, is in agreement that we, uh, uh, Kat says that they're titty angels. Um, <laughs> someone else says like that, that they're bitty angels. Uh, Lyric actually says they're ghost farts and those are ghost stink waves. So, you know, there's, there's some consensus. <laughs> titty angels were who I prayed for, uh, prayed to exclusively between the ages of 13 and 15. <laughs> Guys, that, that's all? going down as a BJ and the shadow bat song. Titty angels. I'm putting that down right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fairy or not fairy, fire elemental or or reflection, I don't know. But it's a fun <laughs> picture. And like a tarot card, mm -hmm. can kind of like, you know, make you think about where you are in the moment. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and dancing. They're dancing. dancing. That's what's cool about them. They're all dancing. Yeah. <laughs> they are dancing. They're dancing like nobody's watching, Marcy. Well, you look great. And so do those fairies. So that's cool. All right. Well, I think we should move this right along. Speaking of uh, things caught on camera, I believe it's time for a little segment that we like to call. Let's see that title card. Ooh. 
Bryce's mm. secret stash. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so I got a couple videos here for you guys that I've plumbed the internet uh, for to look for some cool uh, paranormal activity caught on camera. And uh, I think I got some good ones here for you. Uh, Producer Mike, well, before you cue the start this next one, let me set this one up a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I've shown you some cryptids and some ghosts and some even some good UFOs, but I've never really shown you poltergeist activity. Oh, okay. And uh, this shit always kind of freaks mm. me out. And now, you know, as we've discovered on this podcast, you know, poltergeist activity isn't just exclusive to hauntings. It also sometimes follows UFO and alien encounters. So um, anyway, I'd like you to take a look at this video and tell me what you guys think. Uh, Producer Mike, why don't you roll that clip, man? We got a secret stash here for you. <laughs> Number two, put on stash another up. YouTuber posted the footage of the camera he placed on his kitchen table when he wasn't home. This one needs no description. Just watch and be the judge yourself. No. What the fuck? I mean, I feel like this is a kitchen you don't want to be in. Oh, no. Whoa. No. Oh, I hate it. I'm going to say too much stuff has happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's crossed the line. Okay. Well, it's got to be a lot, right? Okay, Otherwise, how do you like... shoot plates out? <laughs> this is too much. How do you do that? Uh, this is insane. I mean, that was dangerous. If you're in there, you could get... It is if you put <laughs> wacky stacks under this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if someone faked that, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Just, that is, uh, like, that's either way, like, incredible. I think I'm having, like, a realization that I believe that a man I was recently seeing definitely had a poltergeist <laughs> that did that right before I came over. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably uh, the poltergeist. Yeah. That explains yeah. a lot. That's less scary. You? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. just a lot of energy. You know, he was very excited. So doesn't it? Does it almost give like that activity, like personality? Though it's not just like something that could like move around. It's like somebody going, "Goddamn fucking shit, fucking plane, <laughs> yeah. shit, fuck, fuck you!" Like you know, it definitely is like an angry Patrick Swayze and ghost in there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is great. That is insane. It is great if it is the the the. I mean, I guess we've seen TikTok dances that like take as much preparation as that would to fake. So it's not beyond the realm no. of like someone could figure out a way to do this. But it is first of all, Marcy. <laughs> it is a lot. Like that's <laughs> too much, and it seems that like. <laughs> They got real lucky with setting up. Yeah. Let's look at this again. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it just seems they're real. Like it's very quiet, and then the whole Another YouTuber kitchen posted explodes. The footage of the camera he placed. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's definitely it's a lot of activity. Just watch and be the I judges. I think we're experiencing <laughs> a little glitch here with uh, with the... Oh, look at this. No, this is insane. <laughs> it's too I mean, much. I guess it's you too, like... It's too much. Do less, Ghost. <laughs> I also am like, curious if like, the easiest thing, I think, for a ghost to move would be those curtains. And I'm not sure that I see those curtains move at all. Right, right. I'm surprised that like they didn't go to the lengths where like there's like a hose spraying in the kitchen and like the cat is hanging on to the hose and looking <laughs> down confused. I mean, I guess there could be like people like doing this and, and air shooters and all that stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. I love when the I love when the uh placemats on the table all go at once, you know. <laughs> the plates. Yeah. The plates nice are great. God yeah. damn it. Okay, the chair some... really gets me yeah, too. But it's just the yeah. thing. It's... But someone could be just off camera yeah. and bop a chair. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. But what you are know, the, what, are, what are they saying in the comments? Sorry, Bryce. What, yeah, no, that's all right. Oh, like hilarious. Somebody says, what the fuck? Is this a ghost orgy? Uh, somebody <laughs> yeah. else says, there's just like 15 <laughs> ghosts, ghosts going ham going in the kitchen. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, uh, I love it. I like lyrics that says, no, absolutely not okay. Uh, nope, oh. time to move out. Seems like that can't be real <laughs> megan yeah. just says fuck off well, <laughs> yeah you know yeah we, we know we know we know what happens i can't think of a i would honestly rather wake up to a demon sitting on my chest than some than a ghost adding to the mess of my home yeah <laughs> right yeah Are you gonna oh pick that God, up now absolutely ghost? Absolutely. Yeah. I got kids and I feel the same way. No more fucking messes. Don't make me throw some plates. <laughs> well, let's do another video I found. Now, what's okay? Let me ask you a question. Out of out of all sort of these listener stories and stuff that that sort of freaks you out, what do you think we get the most of and what's one of the most scary things? Hmm. Things mm. looking through the window, I would I would guess. That's good. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, what about shadow people? Well, of oh, oh, in our L files, yes, yes. yeah. I thought you were talking mm -hmm. like video specific mm. in terms of like what we see. Sorry, yes, shadow well, I, people, shadow people. Come I was up thinking, yeah. Speaking of things at the end of your bed, that's where it's usually reported. These shadow entities in the corner of your bedroom or at the end of your bed. So I kind of was looking for a good shadow person video, and I think I might have found one. Let me know what you guys think. Producer Mike, roll that clip number two. Bueno, este, ya son como las 11 de la noche y la tercera vez que estoy escuchando este ruido de mierda. Now, this security guard is hearing noises down in the basement. Lo quiero grabar ahora para que después me crea la gente porque esto nunca me pasó y... He looks scared too. I believe him. If if you're a security yeah. guard, if you're a nighttime security guard, you just gotta like brace yourself to go up against the paranormal on a semi-regular uh, yeah. basis. Hundo P. Totally. Yeah. I don't like. I don't feel good in this space. No. Nope. At all. Nope. What is the banging? Oh no, no. This is like a Resident Evil game. Nothing. <laughs> but now watch this. Oh. 
What was that? Oh. Take a seat. Uh, <laughs> Riley. No. <laughs> oh, I no. mean, that is a shadow entity. If Does I it look like it's wearing a pointed cap? It looks like it's doing one of those little like cartoon sides. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's not scared enough. Well, he he's just saying, it. I want to leave. I don't think he saw it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. think he sees the actual. Oh. No. Man. We Whoa, pay cash. We pay cash for shadow entities. <laughs> Maybe that's what the shadow people have been trying to tell us this whole time. They pay cash. Yeah. yeah. For gold. Cash, cash for gold, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, just don't li- I, I just don't like the idea of, like, going down the stairs to something and then, like, hearing a knock. It's like. No, thank you. Oh my god. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Cat says it's doing the going down the escalator bit. <laughs> it was, it was. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Where are the shadow people with the sense of humor? I mean, honestly, if you're a shadow person, you have the most opportunity for shadow puppetry and you feel like you would take advantage of that. Like do like right. a real shtick mm-hmm. with it. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. What about the guys uh, who make the clouds? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the. Now wait a minute. Do you mean the spine? You mean Jesus or the spontaneous simulation clouds that pop into place? Yeah, that we've heard the about? simulation clouds that are in shapes and stuff. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over the, the cloud... flat Earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <God. laughs> wait, chemtrails? <laughs> yeah. Could be. My I mean, daughter's asking for more TikTok time on my phone. This is unbelievable. I'm doing a live show. <laughs> God. Once like, again, uh, can we send a welfare uh, check over to the Johnson household <laughs> to check on Bryce, not the kids, to check on Bryce? More yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, approve all day. Stay out. Uh, well, that's good stuff, Bryce. That poltergeist, that was wild that was yeah truly that wild. was pretty crazy man i don't know Good truly stuff. wild all right well i think it's time to play a game that we play every episode and marcy i think you're in the five or six timers club now from the show so this is like oh wow definitely played this game many times so I thought, why don't we bring in somebody new? Maybe somebody from the audience could join yeah. us. Mike, can you grab anybody from the audience to come in right now for this next segment? Sure. Yeah. All right. We have one of our audience members coming in right oh, now. Wow. Here we come. Hello, Derek. I can't Ooh. read. Oh, is that, my... <laughs> is that Derek Cole? Derek. <laughs> Derek. Hey, Derek Cole. Hey, guys. What's up, What's dude? Up, man? Derek, uh, if you guys watching or listening, this is awesome, know, Derek is a uh, a fantastic artist. He did a T-shirt for us in the past. He's awesome, uh, friend of the show. Uh, so great You're to awesome. have you on the show, Derek. That's good. I'm really enjoying myself tonight so far. Having a good time. Good thing it's you nice had clothes on while you were watching. Yeah. 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 It's here. Check out, I got uh, this Bigfoot swag. Oh, 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 I was appreciating the sweater without even the Bigfoot, but now you took know, it up yeah. another level. Holy cow. Uh-huh. He had the cardigan on last time he was on. So. 
Dude, that is great. Well, it's nice to put a face to the name, man. And uh, yeah. great to great to like live stream meet you. Derek, yeah. for those of you who've been longtime fans, did our um, Clubhouse t-shirt with uh, Bigfoot reading a book called Finding Yourself that had a bunch of fun Easter eggs in it. I, a once and future t-shirt, by the way. Oh, that, that, that is... I thought it could be a collector's item for now, you know, just uh... <laughs> currently it's a collector's Absolutely. item. It's in the vault, but, but there will be a chance, I believe in the future to get that one again. We love it too, too much. All right, Derek. Um, how long have you been listening to the show? You know, I started listening in the early pandemic. You know, oh, great. Just, yeah. Just wow. looking for that escape, right? You guys, uh, you guys did a really good job. Thank oh, you. Uh, your catalog front to back and then back again. So. Love it. Love, love it. I love it so much. So you are well familiar with uh, this game that we want to play with you. We're yes, going to go sir, down man. a list of phenomena. And if you're open to it, you're going to say, believe it. If you're not open to it, you're going to say, bullshit. This is a game we call... Bullshit? Oh, I forgot that was my part. <laughs> it's like you start that. You know that, right? Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> or believe it. My bad. You know what? Maybe this is a sign, Marcy, since you are essentially an honorary host, why don't you go down this list and read them off to Derek and Steve? Oh, that'd be great. Now, okay. you got to be a hard. I love your podcast, Marcy. So oh, you invest here so fun. Now you gotta be a hard ass. You say bullshit or believe it. If he tries to do something in between, you gotta stick to the rules and you gotta remind him that he only has two options. Okay. 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 All right. All right, you guys, are we ready? Okay. Ghost. Believe it. Bigfoot. Believe it. Uh, okay, better. We're in a sweater. UFOs. Believe it. Mothman. Believe it. Oh, you didn't sound certain. Curses. Believe it. Possessed dolls. Bullshit. Ooh, the Bermuda Triangle. Bullshit. Hollow Earth. Uh, bullshit. There are <laughs> alien constructs on the moon. <laughs> believe it. Okay, uh, psychic visions. Uh, believe it. Dreams are really other realities, and when you fall asleep, you visit them. I believe it. Okay, time travel. Believe it. Bending spoons with your mind. Bullshit, Bryce. I ah! <laughs> <laughs> called out. <laughs> Entities from other dimensions visit our world. Believe it. Pet sea spirits. Believe it. Tarot cards. Bullshit. The Loch Ness Monster. Bullshit. The government is hiding the truth about Roswell. Believe it. We are living in a simulation. Believe it. Believe it. Oh, no. Ah, okay. God, no. Um, <laughs> a few more. You could outsmart a werewolf. <laughs> Believe it. Okay, all right. Planet Earth is a sentient macroorganism. Uh, bullshit. The universe is looking out for you. Bullshit. 
Yeah, oh. depends on the day, doesn't oh. it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, been... great job, both of you. Thank you. This is an honor. Wait, what is this last Wait, one? There's, is there one more? There's one more. Michael? Oh, there's, oh, there's one more. Oh, yeah, Finally, that's right. In our original timeline, the famous Bear family's last name was spelled Berenstein, not Berenstain. I'm a, I'm a Berensteiner. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta right. say, a more convincing one is the Fruit of the Loom logo, if you want to talk about Mandela effects. Let's go. No, yeah, what's the Fruit of the Loom logo has a cornucopia in it, right? Yeah. Yes. It does not, and it never has. I believe that to be true. Isn't that weird? Whoa. Yeah, I, I picture it with it for sure. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Never existed. And what's Whoa. crazy is I would never care to put a cornucopia in any of my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on like men's underwear. It's a cornucopia of fun down there. It just keeps giving. All kinds it, of smells. <laughs> if you were to put a cornucopia, cornucopia in your underwear, it just it feels like you're just crapping your pants. Like the cornucopia oh is your butthole and the fruit is everything that you're shitting in your pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's also called a horn of um, so that works for yeah. too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, are you guys seeing my light? It keeps flicking, sort of dimming, like my like my uh, haunted bedside night lamp. Do you? It keeps going sort of down and then up again. It's pretty fucking strange right now. Uh, it's just anyway. somebody tuning in, man. It's one of the ghosts. Yeah, it's so weird, man. This show. Uh, uh, yeah, well, there it goes. Of... There it is. Oh, right? oh. all Look, right. Bryce oh, is flickering light. Believe it. Yeah. Yeah, Bryce Derek, is fucking haunted flickering light. Believe yeah. it. Derek, is there anything on that list that you would like to to back up or elaborate on before we say goodbye? Oh well, I mean, this all comes with the asterisk, you know. We would like to believe these things, not so much. It's a it's a hard belief, but uh, you know, I, I I like all of it. It's just fun to think about and fun to talk about and fun to listen about. Great, mm. we love it. Well, where can people Bryce, find the, the, your your work and your art you can see me i think my name is my handle there is Derek cool draws you can see that on instagram but i'm going to tell you i'm not putting out a whole lot of art right now i'm kind of busy my wife is seven months pregnant oh, oh amazing Bigfoot on the way yeah <laughs> and i'm thinking about naming him applesauce <laughs> Derek, get the fuck out of here <laughs> please oh my god oh you're the greatest god. listener of all time if that happens oh do not god. do it do not do it i status, warned you yeah. oh, I, love it. I love it thank you Derek. Derek, so much Derek cole everybody thank you for joining us amazing right bye bye oh man, man. little baby um, applesauce awesome a lot of love for Derek's sweater in the comments. Also, a lot of love for his T-shirt design. Uh, it seems like a lot of people had that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd also like to point out that uh, during Bullshit or Believe It, the uh, people at home changed it to uh, Smash or Pass, and so they were playing Smash or Pass oh, along smash. with you guys. Oh, nice. and it was a lot of Smash, I gotta say. So we have a uh, we have a horned up paranormal audience here. Kind of really. Oh, that's great. Although I hear like Gen Z doesn't really hook up. Like they're that's not their thing. Who's telling you this? Who told I'm you? I've been hearing this. The Gen Z doesn't fuck. So I don't know. But it sounds like tonight. <laughs> Look, I think they're sexting a lot. They're just doing a lot of phone uh mm -hmm. fucking okay. uh, so sure. mm. guys. Not did like you know old tonight people who used to hook up in the backseat of cars? 
Yeah, oh, the Buick, man. like an American Meatloaf style. Meatloaf. <laughs> Did you know this show is gonna get so dirty? Uh, no, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I well, know, let's segue <laughs> from Gen Z mutual masturbation <laughs> straight into this week's story of high strangeness, which is all centered around centered around a holy holiday. Hey, everybody! What the fuck is that? It's time for this week's story of highs. Bring that back, Mike G. Let everyone admire this little no. high strangeness. Smash or pass this guy. I would smash that motherfucker. <laughs> oh look! Oh yeah! Look at that. Oh, whoa! I no know. I don't think it was ever a cornucopia because cornucopias aren't based. <laughs> They're like corn based, right? It's Thanksgiving. There's like leaves corn and based. corn in there. It's a fall thing. It's not a summer oh. thing. I, I don't think it like has anything to do with product. corn. Actually, yeah, it's just a That's similar saying, word. Like when you would see it, it was like a Thanksgiving thing. So there'd always be like. Corn, corn, and corn, and biscuits, corn, okay, potatoes. Okay. <laughs> corn on the cob, guys. Uh, smash or pass corn in your corn, cornucopia. It's called oh literally God. a cornucopia. Whoa, wild. <laughs> Bryce, ask it a question. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, real quick. someone asked you to ask it a question, and someone else said hey. it's your daughter summoning a oh demon God. from TikTok. <laughs> Oh, please. <laughs> I need more time. I need more time on TikTok. Bryce. Approve yeah. all day. Approve all day. Bryce, ask it a question what? like a yes or no question. Like an, uh, a yes oh, is light flickers. Engage. No is Look, no. We know flickers. not to. You don't. Uh, we don't engage with ghosts. Yes. Thank you, Marcy. I am not mm. engaging. Yes. Mm -hmm. No. All right. Uh, go should. off if I should not engage. <laughs> no. All right, everybody. Okay. Let's get down to it. It's Good. time for this week's story of high strangeness. Now, one of the best parts of celebrating the holidays is that, like breakfast cereals, most of them come with their own mascot. Christmas has elves. St. Patrick's Day has mm -hmm. leprechauns. Marcy, you did the episode that we did about leprechauns with us. That's mm -hmm. right. And, of course, the 4th of July has drunken pontoon captains. With Easter just around the corner, I thought it was high time we got to the fluffy cottontail bottom of the holiday cryptid known as the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Right. Now, I've always thought the Easter Bunny could use a little bit of a punch-up, right? Like, Santa Claus has a very big uh, world based around him. Uh, we get the whole story. So I feel like the Easter Bunny is a little more vague. Like what was, Marcy, what was the Easter Bunny like in your world growing up? I always thought of it as like a real little bunny. But then uh, one of my scariest experiences is actually surrounded around Easter Bunny. Oh, really? Like, oh, we like hit a nerve. It was like the night of before Easter and I could hear someone in the house and I already did not believe in Santa. So I was older. I was like 13 or 14. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Someone's in the house. This could be the Easter bunny, but it could be someone in the house breaking in. And I think it was just my mom and sister putting out candy, but I was freaking my shit out. Damn. Whoa. Um, I always thought the Easter Bunny was like a tall man. <laughs> like I tall thought man. he was. Yeah. yeah. 
I thought he was like a anthropomorphic, like like uh, like Bugs Bunny, but taller. Yeah. I do love yeah. those great old photos of like kids in like the old Easter bunnies from like the fifties oh, and sixties. Like it's like their drunk mechanic uncle or Uncle Jim, and like it's just like a creepy Easter bunny outfit, you know? No. Yeah. So, you know, that's Love funny, a terrifying Easter bunny. Oh, oh honey we got bunny. another cat, guys. Get the commenters club going. What do you think about this cat? Oh, ooh, cute. She's the really afraid of cats. you guys. Honey's Aww. getting brave tonight. <laughs> Come be on our show, honey. I, I won't distract you guys anymore. Keep going. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this is going to be the history of the Easter bunny in an eggshell. Now, Santa Claus, as I said, I get it. He's based on St. Nicholas. So I understand his role in a Christian holiday. Uh, but what does that what does a giant anthropomorphic bunny or a tiny realistic bunny have to do with the resurrection of Christ? Well, it turns out and obviously, you know, uh, disclaimer, we're all Easter boys here and uh, and an Easter girl is with us. So, like, we understand this is just one Western holiday. I just want to say that. But uh, it's what we grew up with. And I was scared of him. So I feel like this is my venue to unpack what what why why there was an Easter bunny to begin with. So uh, it turns out that like most holidays we celebrate in the Western world, a lot of Easter's iconography predates Christianity. And we get a lot of it from pagans. So yeah. first, the holiday itself is named after a West Germanic pagan spring goddess Eostra or Ostara spring is associated with rebirth and the centuries leading up to Christianity's spread into the Western world. Eostra was worshiped in the spring during Eoster Mon Monath, basically Eoster month, a weeks long celebration of feasts and revelry in her honor. By the eighth century, those traditions were replaced with honoring the resurrection of Christ, which is a rebirth. So celebrating that in the springtime makes some solid symbolic sense. The etymology of the goddess's name can be traced back to the root meanings to shine brightly and east towards the dawn. So there's also some direct connection there to the sunrise, which has a daily death and resurrection cycle sun sets or dies at night and then rises like christ in the morning so death resurrection sunlight spring goddesses jesus all connected right got it but what about the bunnies well there is some debate about whether or not the hair was actually associated with the goddess yostro that's been a long-held belief but it also looks like that that had been retconned in the past century or two to kind of like tie all these narrative loose ends together. But some, so some fol folklore say that's true. The other states retconned. However, there was, uh, the hair was once believed to be hermaphroditic, which meant mm. that ancient Christian cultures believed that it could get pregnant without losing its virginity. Uh, and therefore, for a time, the rabbit was symbolically linked with the Virgin Mary. Now, Mar Marcy, I see you smiling over there. What are you thinking? I was just thinking about some guy fucking a rabbit being like, ah, 
I didn't. I, it's a virgin. I didn't. But I don't. That, that was a big leap. And it didn't make sense. So, subsequently, the connection between rabbits and Christianity can also be found in the three hairs motif, uh, which we'll see here, which also, again, predates Christianity. This triangular symbol of three rabbits running around one another. And if you look, they all share the same three ears, which I think is really cool. Um, oh. They're all conjoined by the same ears. This is thought to be an ancient symbol associated with fertility because, you know, rabbits like to fuck and lunar cycles. And its roots are believed to come from East Asia, like ancient China and the Middle East. Um, now, this specific uh, symbol that we're seeing here comes from it's called the Window of Three Hairs. And it's from uh, what is it? Paderborn Cathedral in Germany. So in medieval mm -hmm. times, Christians associated the symbol with the Holy Trinity. The symbol probably, as I said, had its origins in ancient China and then found its way all the way over to Western Europe uh, via travelers going back and forth on the Silk Road. So they saw this symbol and they brought it back to Western Europe. And then rabbits started to become associated with Christian holidays in medieval times. And then finally, we get to the Easter bunny. There he is. No pants. He's not even Winnie pooing it. He's just like going out. <laughs> in his True freedom. Yeah. So the Easter bunny or the Easter hare was created by German Lutherans for use in Eastertide traditions. And the first mention of the creature comes from a text about Easter egg decorating in 1682. But certainly... The concept of the Easter hare predates that. Eggs, the Easter bunny's chosen gift to children, although he's also known for bringing chocolate and uh, toys and other candy, symbolize fertility as well as rebirth. And the phoenix, like, for example, the phoenix egg was used as a symbol of rebirth as far back as the first century A.D., Eggs became associated with Easter in medieval times because they were forbidden to eat during Lent. So Easter, which marks the end of that period, means, hey, we can eat eggs again. Uh, and that's why we have eggs at Easter. So the <laughs> Easter bunny, isn't that just kind of boring <laughs> once you find that out? It was like eggs used to be exotic and now they're right. not. You used to not eat them and now you can. I get um, it. You can't find them at Trader Joe's right now. They're on like no. from the they're, they're hard to get right now. And I like, you know, want some ultimate breakfast, you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Easter Bunny arrived in the U.S. during the 18th century. Thanks to our Pennsylvanian German forefathers and foremothers who brought the tradition with them across the Atlantic. German immigrants told their children of the Easter house the Easter hare and kids would create nests for the Easter hare to literally lay his eggs in. That's right. The bunny was the one laying the eggs. Um, oh. And this tradition eventually expanded across the U S and those nests became baskets. Um, still debatable whether or not based on your own personal mythology, whether the Easter bunny lays those eggs or not like how the fuck does that catch on virally like that like we love that the bunny lays like so in the nest he lays eggs honestly i think it's because there was not a lot to do and you have to come up <laughs> right. with ways to entertain kids and yeah. so all these other immigrants are like oh yeah let's do that the look at what the lutherans the german lutherans yeah. are doing 
Right. I mean, right. wouldn't I egg laying somehow relate to believing that they could reproduce without sex? I I don't yeah. know about that. I think uh yes, yeah, someone just mentioned that uh rabbits always remind them of Watership Down. That is a traumatizing animated movie for any child under 10. I don't <laughs> recommend it. Um never read the book, don't care to. Um I think just it's the idea of like eventually the Easter bunny became this magical creature that lays eggs that are a symbol of fertility and rebirth and all that stuff. Um now just because the Easter Bunny is thought to be fictional. It does not mean that the Easter Bunny doesn't exist. Just as we discovered uh, with Santa, with our dear guest and Marcy's co-host Betsy Sodaro back in episode 50-something, there are folks out there who have claimed to see the Easter Bunny. And here are a couple of those accounts that I picked from Reddit. Marcy? Why don't you read us one of these encounters? Okay. Uh, this is called I Saw the Easter Bunny, posted by magpie underscore pootie potty six years ago. Okay. <clears throat> so this might sound really silly and all, but I thought I would write it here since this is a paranormal subreddit. So here goes. My family would always make Easter an awesome fun gathering, even though we aren't Christian. My folks would ring a bell in the distance and say, the Easter Bunny is here. And we would all go rushing out to find him. It was always good, innocent fun. It must have been about, I must have been about 10 or so when one time it was Easter. We were all sitting in the sunroom that looked out into the garden. We live on a massive property. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I seem to be Easter the only bunny. one looking. Plenty <laughs> of Easter bunny nests. You know what I mean? <laughs> our, our butler came in. Uh, <laughs> I seem to be the only one looking out when suddenly I saw, I shit you not the Easter bunny. It was only the back and tail of the bunny I saw before he hopped behind a bush. He was huge and seemed to be a muddy gray-blue color. I was Ooh. obviously pretty taken aback because no one had dressed up as the Easter Bunny or anything. I remember it clear as day. To add to the story, my mom also had an encounter with the Easter Bunny when she was a kid. I'll try to keep it short, but basically on Easter Day, she was a little girl at the time, but she had climbed her neighbor's fence because she thought she heard something. And I'm going to I'm going to say how they wrote it. Lone and behold, lone and behold, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> a massive Easter bunny was standing in front of her. He had gray coarse hair and wore a waistcoat. Sounds bloody ridiculous, but it wasn't a human, LOL. Anyway, they both got a massive fright and the bunny kind of disappeared. Okay. Re remember this point, okay? okay. The, of the bunny of the bunny disappearing. Cuz bunnies are are are, are little terrified they're, animals, right? They're so. made of clouds. They're made, they're of clouds, made by the same people who make the clouds. Exactly. Yeah. Of course. Um some might just say, "Oh, you were young and imagined it," but that's just it. When we are kids, we are more susceptible to seeing creatures and things than we are when we're adults. I saw a fairy once too. <laughs> I, <was just> <laughs> that that 
I kind of feel yeah. like, did she see the rear end of a deer? Was it just a deer at the, you know what I mean? Tr- hopping off into the woods. Bryce, what do you think? I don't know. It was a massive property. So we do get deers and elk too. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, consensus in the chat is that they saw some sort of bunny squatch and uh, just, just took it for the Easter bunny. I love it. Yeah. You All know, right. the paranormal is is sort of a has a trickster element. I mean, certainly we've seen that. Uh, you know, it can it can sort of uh, transmogrify into anything it so pleases. So why couldn't it? You know, turn into a fucking Easter bunny? Why not? So Bryce, let's hear this other account <laughs> from another Reddit user. Great. Okay. Cool. So this was posted by uh, Beanie Baby seven two nine eleven months ago. <laughs> so incredible. So you know. Yeah. You know it's gonna be good. Wait. They, their uh, their username was Beanie Baby eleven months ago. No. Just no. No. Let, Beanie Baby seven twenty nine, and they posted right. it eleven months ago. I know, but, but they, I mean, they were still hanging on to that Beanie Baby username yes. eleven <laughs> months ago. I That's all I'm saying. I, I think it's B nine baby. Oh. oh. Oh, benign, benign, benign baby, baby. benign oh. baby. Uh, right? Yeah, I don't I know. Right. This is a B yeah. baby. It's, it's, there's an close. in between the I and the E. It's true. Benign, benign. The baby is benign. Benign, benign baby. Eleven months ago, seven to nine. <laughs> it's fucking lights okay here we go uh, <laughs> ask the question all right go on Bryce. i will not i will not engage and i will not say bloody mary into a mirror here we go i haven't had many paranormal happenings but i do believe in the paranormal and love other people's stories this particular event happened when i was maybe six or seven years old i lived in a two-bedroom apartment I shared a room with my older brother, and my dad slept in the older room directly across the hall from our room. We had a bunk bed futon that sat in front of the door. I had the top bunk, and my brother slept on the futon part. I remember I had this irrational fear that if I slept with my head facing the door and my feet towards the closet in our room, that monsters would eat my head, feet, respectively. (laughs) So I always slept with my head facing the closet. This is only important because my brother slept the opposite position than me. Sounds like good logic. I get it. Now, early in the morning on Easter, I'd say about 3 or 4 a.m., something woke me up. I don't know what it was, but out of a dead sleep, I just sat up and looked into the hallway towards my dad's room, where his door was only open ajar. The darkness was fuzzy, but I distinctly remember seeing bunny ears start poking from the corner. The hallway was an upside-down L-shape. Where the corner turned, it was met by the kitchen and adjoining living room. I was honestly excited because Easter Bunny! The ears became longer, and then a fucking bunny face popped up. And the bunny became larger. What stood about four feet began to stand as tall as the ceiling. Within a few moments, it was a full-fledged bunny figure. I remember it was plaid and bright it was plaid and had bright red eyes i wasn't scared until it smiled it had tons of large razor sharp teeth i didn't know until this point my brother saw it too because as my young brain was processing this i heard him whisper from below you see that too and then we both screamed a moment later my dad comes bursting out of his bedroom right through this demented bunny 
thick Frank from Donnie Darko, and it just disappeared into thin air. My dad claims he never saw a thing and scoffed at us for making up such a dumb story to be awake early for Easter. (laughs) My brother and I still talk about this event, and it's been 20 years. We can't explain it, and neither of us have really had any spooky happenings in our life, just an out-of-the-blue, evil-looking plaid bunny in our hallway. Yeah. Come on. I like it. Weird <clears throat> stuff. That makes me think about uh, this idea of the, whatever this phenomenon is, like engages with your subconscious or your psychic sure. aspect of your brain, and it it relies on the user to manifest itself. Now, I don't think that was the Easter Bunny. I think that was something else. Yeah. That was like a glamour. That was like some sort yeah. of weird thing it's trying to... Kind of- yeah, what were you saying, yeah. Marcy? It was like a tulpa, but also why, why, why plaid? Why like a gingham, plaid? A, a little. I can <laughs> right. see it. Like stuffed animals used to have, like, w- like in the seventies and eighties, you could get stuffed animals with like gingham patterns on them. So, like that does actually track for me. And like, like I'm picturing like Dorothy's, you know, dress from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, like, I just would say, like, why would my brain make that? Why? Why I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they had a stuffed bunny in their room that had that pattern on it. I don't. I don't know. It's weird stuff. It's pastel-y. It's very springy. It's very Easter. It's on brand for the Easter bunny. I would say. I just love when there's multiple people seeing the same thing. Like I, I love a confirmed. You know. Yes. Someone backing you up. And I like your and, idea of this. Oh, go ahead. Now I was just saying both stories. They van the moms. Uh, the first reader, so uh, redditor's mom saw one that vanished in thin air, and this one poofed into thin air as well. Yeah, I like your idea of this tulpa energy about it too. I mean, if so many people are, so many young people are believing in the Easter Bunny, then perhaps they could actually manifest or bring something to life. You know, creepy, yeah. creepy stuff. What's what are they saying in commenters uh, club over there, uh, Riley Bray? Well, I got distracted and just started talking to everyone, and it's a it's a big love fest over here. Really, uh, everyone everyone in our audience is so funny, and then they were all saying really nice things back to me. Guys are the best. Uh, also, the general consensus is that we really need to start a BCC Discord, so uh, we have to get on that. Okay, um, all right, we Fair hear you. We're, we're, we'll we've been talking about it for a long time we're gonna figure that out everybody we are all right i've said so michael will force me to do it now that i've said it out loud so great yeah thank you thank you people keep adding the pressure i appreciate it all right everybody well that is uh this week's story of high strangeness the easter bunny is it a tulpa is it make-believe who knows is it a poltergeist uh trying to make itself look like a bunny we will never know all right the show must go on. We're running a little bit of beh- uh, behind, but the VIP uh, meet and greets will happen at 730. So let's do a quick round of uh, a game. And this is a, a new twist on an old game. It's time for a brand new segment called Mystery Quizery. Bryce, terrible, terrible name. Oh, it's great. Bryce, <laughs> Riley, and Marcy, you guys are all going to be playing individually. I'm going to ask you questions okay. about high strangeness, and whoever gets the most answers uh, correct wins. It's kind of like every game that you've ever played. There will be three <laughs> rounds of questions. 
each will right. be different themes and each round will progressively uh, be more difficult. Actually, scratch the part about them being different themes. They're not going to be. They're all going to be high strangeness themes. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. If you think you know the answer, you're going to call it out. Buzz in. Buzz in by saying the word mystery. Oh, this is complicated. Well, instead of buzzing, you just go mystery if you know it. All right. Right. If you answer the question correctly, you get two points. If you get it wrong, your opponents get a chance to answer that same question for one po point. In the okay. event of a tie, we'll go into a sudden death round. Got it? I'm pulling That's these good. questions from the Conspiracy Game, who is not a sponsor. Just uh, some of these will be multiple choices. Some of them will not be. And I think we're going to do three questions per round. So here we go. Round one, these are not multiple choice. Now, remember, if you know it, buzz in with the word, with the phrase, mystery. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, I, I didn't pull up from the bottom. Here we go. What does USO stand for? Mystery. mystery. I heard Bryce first. Unidentified submerged object. That is correct. We have one point for Bryce. Just for the record, I knew that. <laughs> you got to come in fast. I, 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 I was think thinking of like Bob. I was thinking this of the is... Bob Hope version of USO. Right, right. <laughs> oh wait, Bryce, you get two points for that. Here we go. I'm remembering okay. my own rules. All right, conspiracists claim. Conspiracists claim that in 2016, images from satellites confirm what city is buried under mystery the ice of Antarctica. Yes, Riley. Atlantis. That's correct. Also, I should have mentioned that round one is easy. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Question All right. three. If you want to get on the board and get some two points in this to tie it up with the boys, Marcy, you got to jump in on this one. I'm a girl. I'm stupid. <laughs> name, <laughs> name the creature that brings people messages from the underworld, but only if you're Irish. Underworld. Come on. Messages from the underworld, but only if you're Irish. This what? is a creature that brings people messages, perhaps harbinger of doom about the afterlife. Mystery. Yes, Bryce. Uh, is is this Pan? No. Uh, now you can't uh, buzz in, Riley, Marcy, anybody. Uh, Duelahan. No. Leprechaun. Nope. 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 Ba uh, we're moving on. The answer was Banshee, but I already said no. So oh, come on. Here we go. Uh, we're going to yeah, continue with that. round one. Name the Canadian creature that is thought to be devol a devolved form of cannibalistic humans. Canadian creature, devolved cannibalistic human. Cannibalism is associated with this cryptid. Now, we've talked about this on the show. Come on. It's a creature... In the woods, associated no, with uh, cannibalism. I uh, oh, uh, mystery. Yes, it's the Bryce. one with the antlers and the horns. Uh, Windigo. Oh, Windigo. Oh, oh. Give it to Marcy. Tie right, it we'll up. Give it to yeah. Marcy. Yeah. Two points. Two Only points. because <laughs> I didn't get it though. I just remembered the word he couldn't there, remember. That's still count. All right. All right. We're moving on to round two. This will be multiple choice. Conspiracists claim the time and space travel device called Project Pegasus uses technology invented by whom? Is it A, Thomas Edison, B, Elon Musk, C, Steve Jobs, or D, Nikola Tesla? 
Mystery. Mystery. Uh, I heard Riley first. Tesla. That is correct. Riley gets two points. Mm. What mm. year do conspiracists claim the first moon landing actually took place? Is it A, 1954, B, 1961, C, 1965, or D, it never happened? <laughs> Mystery. Mystery. Yes, D. Come on, man. Thing, that right? never happened, man. That was oh. filmed in a studio. Bryce, I heard you first. There might have been a lag. Sorry, Riley. Oh. Here yeah. we go. Bryce yeah. gets two points. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Which war forced ancient societies to flee into the hollow earth for safety? Mystery. A. Yes. Oh, wait. Say the, say the no, thing. No, no, no. You called it. You got to answer. Nice. You buzzed. <laughs> No, no. All right. Do you want to hear the options? I'll let you recap. Yeah, yeah I, was the I was wrong. Yeah. A, World War One. B, the Trojan War. C, the Cola Wars. Or D, the Atlantean-Lemurian War. I said something that wasn't an option. That's right. I thought the Nazis, <laughs> I thought the Nazis lived inside the Earth. They like all went up to the... Uh, uh, yeah, they this went is to Antarctica. This predates that yeah. time period, which war forced ancient societies to flee I'm gonna to the mystery. Holocaust. I'm going to mystery yes, buzz Riley. in with answer D. That is correct. Yeah. Guys, All Riley right. is uh, winning this right now with six points to Bryce's four and Marcy's two. We're the moving on to the final I round. I don't care. I don't okay. care. <laughs> All right. Which this will be uh this will be this one will be multiple choice. This is gonna be a mix of multiple choice and non-multiple choice. This one is multiple choice. What state saw a rash of dragon sightings in 1976? Was it A California, B Kentucky? C, Nevada, or D, Texas? Dragons mm. in 1976. California, Kentucky, Nevada, or Texas? Dragons, mm. huh? Do not know that one. We're going to have to look into this one. Somebody take a stab. All right. I'm going to allow. For... Okay. Oh. I'll I'll stab at uh, California. You are incorrect. Cali dragons. Mm. Oh. No Cali dragons. Mm. Kentucky, Nevada, or Texas? Do we have an answer? Come in. You can just guess. Kentucky. Marcy, you go for it. Mystery, uh, Mar Kentucky. Nope. Uh, Riley, <laughs> Nevada or Texas? I mean, he's got to go with Texas then. That is correct. God, Te guys, you're getting destroyed. Texan Dragons. One point, one point for Riley. Walt Disney was a member of a group that documented the sightings of what creature? This is not multiple choice. What creature was Walt Disney a member of a group that documented the sightings of? If that was good grammar, I'm not sure. What. That's the no. That I don't understand the question. Yeah. Walt <laughs> Disney was a member of a group that documented the sightings of what creature? What creature would Walt Disney be? This is like, you know, a a mythological creature. What would he be looking for? What was uh, he a mystery. Of? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, you go. Uh, was he looking for Bigfoot? No, Bryce. Bigfoot wasn't popularized until the late 1950s, and he died in 1966. So let's Don't think more Disney movies here. <laughs> think more Disney movies. Now, I will let you guys go to the comments if you guys want to call on the help of our audience for this one. Oh, I've been doing that the whole time. I'm very much cheating. Okay, what are the <laughs> audience? Can you help yeah. them out? What, what mythological creature? 
Uh, the audience is liking fairies or Nessie. Oh, uh, we have fairies. Seems to fairies. be the. Uh, fairies is correct. Seems to, audience seems gets to be where one point. Leaning. Audience gets one point. All right. Our audience what? is smart. Also, all of my points are the audience's points, just for the record. My, I don't know if you can hear <laughs> Dozy and Violet right now, but they're chiming in as well. What site is supposedly the entrance to the Celtic underworld? Now, this one's multiple choice. Stonehenge? B, Shava, uh, Shavu Cave? C, Newgrange? Or D, the London Underground? Hmm. Mystery? Yes. Stonehenge? <laughs> Incorrect. It's not Stonehenge. Is it B, Shavut Cave? Mystery. C, Newgrange, or D, the London Underground? I'm going C, Newgrange. You are correct, Bryce. That's one point for you. We have one more question mm -hmm. left, and I think we'll wrap it up. The area often called the Bermuda Triangle of the Pacific is known by conspiracists as what? A, the Manchu... Yes, Bryce. Whoa, coming in hot. Bermuda Triangle. No. No, that's already in the Wait. question. <laughs> that was another question. <laughs> it's what? the Bermuda Triangle of the Pacific. Bermuda Triangle's in the Atlantic. Oh, okay. Is it A, the Manchu Circle, B, the Orient Depress, <laughs> C, Monsoon Alley, or D, the Devil's Sea, as in ocean? Oh, I thought it was Devil's Triangle. That's uh, the Bermuda Triangle. We're talking on the other side of the continent. Uh, okay, okay. Manchu Marcy, Circle, you got an Orient, answer here? Orient Depress, Monsu Alley, or the Devil's Sea? I don't know, but Mystery, <laughs> the Devil's Sea. Marcy, you are correct. You get That seems yeah. right, doesn't it? Yeah, it seems now, like the right answer. Riley, you win the game with seven points. Bryce has got five, and Marcy has four. I messed up the count last time we did this, so let's have Mike G... Yeah, audience came in at one, but really the audience won, I think, on that one. That yes. includes our new segment, Mystery <laughs> Quistery. All right, guys, we're going to open it up for some Q&A questions. We have about 10 minutes left. If you guys want to ask us and Marcy some questions, maybe it's about high strangeness. Maybe it's about the show. It could be about anything. Let's open it up. Uh, I'll start this off by saying... Uh, we got an audience saying, can we get an Oops All Applesauce episode? And I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. It, it'll be Michael alone doing his show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's hear some more questions. Uh, somebody asked what our favorite. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, that was a good one. Derek asked that. If BCC Club Scouts could earn patches, what might some of them be? I did see some people saying they were getting their first uh, live stream patch. So congrats on Great. that. That would be one. Yeah. Live stream uh, patch. Ghost quest patch. You got to go on a yeah. ghost quest. That's what I would say. Mm -hmm. go, gone squatching patch. You go out into the woods and uh, play terrible sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe a lucid dreamer patch. Ooh. Well, like that I like controlled that. your first dream. Took control yeah, in your first sure. dream. Yeah, yeah. Marcy, what do you think? Uh, uh, for a patch? <laughs> yeah, for a patch. Like your club I'm scout. I'm really patch. tuned out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this had nothing to do with me. Uh, <laughs> Katie, no, Katie suggested we could do a get your tape stolen by tweakers patch, which there I have earned. That's yeah, one. there you go. Mm -hmm. Abduction patch, gnome ritual patch, tarot patch. 
Our audience yeah. is good. They're on it. They're on top. They're of on it. it. Yeah. All Patreon right, patch. There we go. That's a good one. Hope what do we have, have Mike G? Patch. Love that one. Is Bryce doing another season of Expedition Bigfoot? Ooh. I I sure fucking hope so. <laughs> there's uh <laughs> there's there's a whole thing in the the you know with this Discovery Warner merger. There's sort of uh, all these paranormal shows are on on sort of hold and standby so there's a lot of buzz in the uh in in the twitterverse and socialverse about all all these people's favorite shows like kindred spirits and expedition bigfoot and and stuff like that but i say you know what uh outlook it looks good we'll just gotta cross our fingers and hope you know i mean that's you guys filmed do. a season season four that hasn't dropped yet we filmed so an one incredible in season in alaska we've got one in can it's sitting on their desk so we're just waiting for that to get a nice air date too so a lot of stuff up in the air over at uh discovery warner but i i yeah. have high hopes hollywood is turned upside down by this merger right now folks so uh, it really it, in the meantime mm-hmm. enjoy your podcast entertainment because <laughs> the <laughs> one need, thing we need you we, need need you. A show. <laughs> we don't know if we're gonna have an industry Please. two years from yeah. now <laughs> all right another question what do we got what gave you guys the prompt or the courage to start this podcast when there was no guarantee or promise of success? Ooh, actually, I'm going to kick that one over. We'll answer that, but I'll, uh, Marcy, you've got three podcasts. What made you want to do podcasts? Um, the first one, uh, a retired Kardashianit, was the idea of my co-host uh, Jessica Jarden and and Trish. They just wanted to do it. We had no clue. We just we just already were texting about stuff. But truly, a funny feeling started because I started antidepressants and had bandwidth emotionally to do another podcast with Betsy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, I know for me, I just wanted to make something that I didn't have to audition for, that there was really no one standing in the way of doing. Bryce and I had been getting together for lunch every six months, and we'd we'd complain about auditions for about five minutes and then we'd always end up talking about the paranormal. So I'd been a big podcast fan for a long time. Um, so I just, I knew I wanted to do something that didn't require much of a middleman. Um, and that's kind of how it all started. And I, I don't know. I mean, it, for me, it's just like, Hey, it's a thing that we can put out. We definitely needed someone like Riley to come in and make it as great as it is. So thank God we met Riley Without Riley, there would not be that show. Um, and then without the honestly, without the patrons, there wouldn't be a show either. So yeah, um, that is very true. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah, I just you guys were performers too. We'll perform to nobody, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an outlet. We gotta do something. I was like, this is a way the way I kind of pitched it to the guys was like, this is a way that we can put on a show every week and no one is standing in our way except ourselves. Yeah. That's the, the autonomy of it is what makes it so much fun. And like, I, I mean, for me, I just remember like when we first started doing this, they, they were, they were hiring the studio to do it and like paying me to do it. And I was like, I just like liked Michael and Brian wanted to keep hanging out with them. And I was like, if they keep having to pay to do this, there's no way we're going to be making the show. So <laughs> we just decided to just do it just because it's, it's fun. It's like a highlight of the week when we get together and make the show. So that's really what that's kept it going all this time. I just got an alert. We have a new Cosmeteer that just joined the Patreon, BCC, the other side, Zachary Whipple. Zachary, if you're if you're nice. here tonight, thank you. We're going to do a live shout out. Thank you for doing that, man. Um, if you're not, then Thanks, maybe you'll hear this later. Thanks, Zach. Um, let's get another question. 
if you guys could take the show on the road anywhere, where would it be? I mean, I would want to do a show from a historically uh, haunted or, you know, a place centered around mystery. So something like Stonehenge. Um, mm. One that I've always wanted to do is doing a show in the Roswell Library, which is sounds weird, but mm. is very cool in there. They have all these murals of the crash alien saucer. So I thought like that would be a great place to at least do uh, record an episode. Yeah, I'd love to do a cross country and go to Florida Stonehenge Coral Castle out there in uh, uh, Coral, Florida, built by uh, Edward Leeds Scallon, if I remember correctly, just a tiny little Latvian man who built that mega structure all by himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just want to take this thing on the road and just do a tour. I'd like even just the energy of having you guys in the chat like we were just starting to get going with live shows before the pandemic and it was so much fun and we definitely want to like take this show to you guys sooner than later yeah we marcy where's a spooky place you'd like to do you if you could do funny feeling where would you go i had the worst idea which was to do it at the integratron and then i thought about how terrible the sound would be <laughs> the integratron yes out in really palm cool. the palm desert yeah, it's out in Landers, California, and mm -hmm. apparently it is um, a time traveling device, possibly. Yeah, he got the schematics from a, from an alien, uh, and he built yeah. it. Apparently, it has mm -hmm. like no screws, no nails, just alien blueprints. It's really cool. I've done yeah. sound baths there, and it's just it's it's amazing. It's really cool. Yeah, we got. We should just go Love out there and just. Bath. Yeah, I want to go out there with Riley and just hear him play some music in there. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. I think we got time for just one or two more questions. Uh, what do we got? Sh oh, can Michael show some of his favorite collectibles and toys? Well, so funny. I just happen to have a couple right here. Um, <laughs> here's my Dale Cooper uh, Funko Pop from Twin Peaks. Nice. Gotta have Dale Cooper. Um, let's see. This is what what's within reach. Over here, I have a Return of the Jedi uh, little shelf full of Star Wars Black Series figures. Um, who wouldn't want their very own Admiral Akbar to say, <laughs> it's a trap in their house? It's and then up here, up here, I have some uh, ex uh, expanded uh, universe like Legends canon figures here. So I have too many to show you guys, but there's just a couple right there. Let's get one more question in and then we'll. As you guys know, multiple well-known uh, as you guys know as you guys know multiple well-known ghost hunters. How would one get started with more professional paranormal investigation? I don't know, mm. Marcy, Bryce. Do you have any advice mm. on this? Bryce, that's a great should should have the the biggest insight. I feel like. Well, I would say you know, God, just start talking to people. Uh, and see if they've had any sort of hauntings or paranormal experiences in their in their house. And if they have, then ask if you could come over and and try and uh, communicate with it. Or that 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 would it was a great way to get started. All you need is your iPhone and and, uh, and it has the voice recorder, and you could start asking questions and uh, film something and uh, go that route. You know, fake it till you make it, baby. Fake it till TikTok. you make it, baby. TikTok yeah there you go yeah that's Good. true all right well marcy thank you so much for being here tonight thank you for all those questions guys 
uh, and gals and our non-binary friends. Marcy, where can people find your cats and where can they um, find you? In- my cats will always be interrupting my uh, my three podcasts. Um, one is called 90 Day Bay with me and Nicole Byer. We, um, we're talking about all the 90 Day Fiance universe. Then we have Ellis for Losers, Jessica Jordan. We're talking about all the Bravo shows. And then A Funny Feeling with Betsy Sidaro. We're talking about, you know, a looser version, a lazy little sister version of the Bigfoot Collectors Club. It's great. <laughs> I mean, most of our listeners, I think, already check you out. But if you haven't, definitely check out A Funny Feeling. It's so much fun. You guys just tell great campfire stories over there. You have great listener stories, great guests. If you like BCC, you will love A Funny Feeling. So hop over there and uh, 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 click follow right now. You guys are going to love it. Um, we want to give a big thanks to, uh, oh, before we do that, I do want to remind everybody that if you are, uh, if you love BCC, you can get three more bonus episodes every month over at BCC, the other side, like our friend Zach, who just joined. So check that out over at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. Um, it, that, uh, st- the videos you saw at the beginning of our ghost quest at Riley's house, that full episode full audio episode is up over there. So you want to check that out. It's been, we've been told it was the scariest episode we've ever done, uh, which <laughs> is great. Um, but uh, yeah, we want to give a big thanks to Marcy Jaro. Thank you, Marcy, for being here. Thank you, Marcy. Uh, Ryan you Munoz. Uh, yeah. Ryan Munoz, Mike G and the Popsy Lounge team for having us and Ryan yes. Middledorf and everyone over at Woodell for hosting BCC each week. Thank mm-hmm. you to all of you guys for showing up not only tonight, but every week for the show. We will see some of you over in the meet and greet sessions uh, right now, starting right now. Until next time, good night. And go get regrets. Bigfoot Collectors Club is produced by Riley Bray and Michael McMillan and scored and engineered by Riley Bray. Our theme song, Come Alone, is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Do us a favor and support the show and unlock three bonus episodes every month by becoming a member of our Patreon, BCC The Other Side, which can be found at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their case has had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. 
I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.